0: Good evening. And as always, I want to thank you tonight for watching. And uh, I know uh, many of you are on your way home from church uh, since I just saw some of you. (laughs) Uh, But I pray that you've had a a blessed day. Uh, The weather was absolutely beautiful. And uh, I hope you were able to get out and get some sunshine. Uh, and just let the Lord put a little uh, pep in your step, as they would say. And uh, again, I just want to thank you for watching tonight, uh, for taking time out of your schedule to listen to these devotions. I always appreciate it, and uh, I hope that it's a blessing to you. I hope that it is an encouragement to you uh, as we study God's Word. But uh, we're continuing on in Second Kings and uh, we're looking at Elisha, and um, it's looking at Elijah and his travels, and so it says in verse eight, now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shenuim, where there was a notable woman, and she persuaded him to eat some food, so it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food, and so Elisha is doing ministry, and there is a woman who loves God, and she offers Elisha a meal, uh, a way to help take care of him and provide for him and be a blessing to him. And um, she does this repeatedly. She does it so often that she tells her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall. Let's put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. So they built a small room, a small little shelter on their home, uh, out on the edge of their property, so that he would have a place to sleep and to rest. And um, this is very important because in that day and age, you didn't quite have uh, the same setup that you do now. You did have some inns and some uh, taverns with rooms, but they would have been very, very unsafe. They would have been very... Um, sketchy, you might say, and this woman understands that this man of God is in need, and they give him a home that he can rest, that he can pray, that he can study, uh, that he can just be who God uh, wants him to be, and so they feed him, they put him up in a place to live, uh, and uh, it's just a real blessing, and Elisha takes advantage of this, and he uh, And so because of this, Elijah asks, what can I do for her? What can I do for you? And this is not one of those times where I do something to get something from you. But this is one of those times where being obedient to God and being kind and um, taking care of God's people puts you in a position where God can bless Now, I do not believe the television preacher that says if you give a $1,000, you have to get this, but I do believe caring for one another, loving each other like God tells us to, puts us in a place where we can be a blessing and we can be blessed, and so this woman takes care of this prophet's needs, uh, a place to stay, a place to eat, she just blesses him, And uh, it's just a wonderful picture. And because of that, Elisha says, what can I do for you? You see, friends, if you and I do things based on what we can get in return, we're not really loving God. But if we do kind things and we love people and we care for people and we're there for people, when they bless us in return or when God blesses us in return, which called the favor of God. And so she says, I dwell among my own people. So he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So this person speaks up and says, she doesn't have a child. She doesn't have an heir. She's never been blessed with the open womb. And so Elisha says, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway then he said, about the time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, of which Elijah told her. And so I think this is very important because so many times God has a purpose and a plan to bless us. God has a purpose and a plan to to work in our life, to work in our marriage, to to work in a powerful and mighty and even miraculous way. But he waits for us to be where we're supposed to be. You see, if this woman had never had a concern for Elisha, she never would have fed him. If she didn't have a love and concern for Elisha, she never would have built him a small home or room to live in when he was there. But yet because she loved God and she loved the man of God and she loved the things of God, it led her to a place where Elisha says, what is it that she needs? And while she would not say, this other person said, she needs a child, the blessing of a son. And Elisha says, God will give you that son. And this is where it really gets tricky. in when you teach the Bible. Because some people will say, I've done what God wanted me to. Now it's time for God to give me what I want. It's not how it works. But yet, if you will be faithful to God with a pure heart and serving him with expecting nothing, God can open up the windows of heaven and work and move in your life. The question is, where is your heart at tonight? James says you have not because you ask not, and when you do ask, you ask for the wrong reasons. And so tonight, whether it's a miraculous healing, whether it's giving life to a barren womb, whether it's just God blessing in your situation, healing, fixing, changing, saving, be where God wants you to be. And be in a place where you can say, God, no matter what you do, I'm going to love you. God, no matter what you do, I'm going to follow you. God, no matter what you do, I am going to be faithful to you. And in those moments, we can put our itself in a place. I cannot begin to tell you the times that our church has prayed for a young woman who could not have children. And I can look out over the congregation and I can see at least eight children that doctors said there would be no life in that womb. And God said, watch me. I can look out over our congregation and see marriages that the world said were over. But God said, watch me. There are people in this congregation that I would have never dreamed would be in church, be serving God, be faithful. And God says, watch me. And so tonight, I just want you to know to follow him, to love him, to serve him, not because of what I can get from God, but because I love him. I care about him. I care about the things of God and be where God wants you to be. Because when God opens up the windows of heaven to work, to move, and to change, he wants you to be where you're supposed to be. And so tonight, remember that God can work. he's got you where he wants you. And two, to love him, follow him, and serve him, not wanting anything in return, and watch how good he can be. As always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. I pray that the Lord would bless you, he would be with you, and he would take care of you. And as always, if the Lord is willing, I look forward to being with you tomorrow night.